that is, of the We Only Do One Take podcast. Hello and welcome to the show, the special midlife crisis episode number 40. It's the, this podcast is the only northern suburbs based of Melbourne based podcast. That is a complete shit show. And it's the only one I'm sure that is up to episode 40. <laughs> I'm going to be pushing that all night. It's very exciting. It's probably our season close. I would assume that it is because we're going to take a couple of weeks break. Yeah, because you go this. away soon. Go, I go away Friday. I, so Friday, we there we go. We had to get this out. I have my voice back, which is always very exciting uh, because we had to wait until my voice actually returned because I couldn't talk for about a week. So straight after last week's recording... Yes, yes. I basically couldn't talk. I was out <laughs> for a week. Uh, it was the only time ever I went to work and a, a boss said to me, two bosses said to me, if you don't go home, we're going to deduct your pay. <laughs> oh, right. And I went, okay, I better go home. And I took like, anyway. But look, I am Turch. Uh, for 40 episodes, I've been here doing the job, getting it all set up, getting the audio done. And with me as always is my co-host, my CEO, and the sole editor of episode 29, which apparently will be released (laughs) in his drunken stupor over the weekend, said to me (laughs) and to many other people that that episode will be out, episode 29. And of course, it's Kieran. How are you doing, my friend? Uh, Well, you know what? We are episode 40. Very exciting. And because we're at our midlife crisis now, <laughs> uh, I had a nap before I came here. So I'm I very proud am, of you. Uh, no, I went out today. I went out shopping today with with my partner Jess, who's now six. So it's, we're doing really well before our love, big trip to Germany. And we went out shopping just to look for sales. Yeah, right. For, for stuff, you know. So I bought lots of pairs of underpants and socks today. I felt very <laughs> adult. <laughs> Very adult. Like, oh, these are on special. Oh, they got stripes on them. That's okay. I, I don't know what's happened to my underwear and socks, but they they have reduced in the the number, the quantity that I have. Yeah. I'm like, hang on a second. I've generally got enough supplies, so I don't have to do washing for two weeks. You yep. know what I mean? Like, I can get by for two weeks if yeah, I, yeah. I I generally wash at least yeah, every yeah. week. But you yeah. know, but you always want to have spares just yeah, in case. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Especially if you're going away, you want to have some extra pairs. And, so. and, and I'm going, I think I need to do another shop. I think oh, the washing no. machine's taking them. you got to get know. on them sales, boy. That's yeah. what you're going to get down to. This is what the listeners wanted to know. They wanted <laughs> no. us to talk about underwear. Underwear, yeah. Look, <laughs> we've talked about, just, just to sort of recapping some of the episodes that we've talked about, we've talked about uh, sex robots and how we're going to start a sex robot brothel. Yes, that's correct. We've talked about not too long ago Rollies. Yeah, Rollies, which is, yes. Which is the um, seniors version, I would say, of Schoolies, which is a big celebration of the end of the school. And I look forward to going on Rollies with you I in many, can, many years to come from now. I wait to do that. We've talked about, uh, I've talked, I've ranted about uh, shitting after, having to shit after you shower. Yeah. Uh, you've ranted about a child. Who hit your car with his bike? <laughs> and, and I'm glad you got the language su- on that one because he hit me. He hit me. And the fact you couldn't sue him, <laughs> which was what the rant was about. And yep. and we've had lots of special guests over the years or over the year. <laughs> I would say it feels like a lot longer, only because we've been talking like this to each other for many a year. Yeah, yeah, for many uh, and- many a years. Well, the only difference is we've now put microphones That's in front right. of us. And we've had uh, the drummer from Dead City Ruins, Nick Trezhanovsky, which is absolutely fantastic. We've had actor, director, producer, Adam LaRosa. Mm-hmm. We've had two rappers, amazingly. Uh, we've had um, 
Oh, what's his name now? Mike, uh, Mike, uh, <laughs> leaving Mike, you hanging Mike, here. Uh, Major, uh, Ike Major, Major Ike, Ike Major, and uh, MQ, who's mm-hmm. been doing both, been doing some really cool stuff. You should both check those guys out. And obviously, the power duo of uh, cosplay, cosplay, that's it, of, of Heidi and uh, Keenan. We've had, and of course, we can never forget our good friend, the Watsonia Bugle. That's right. The Watsonia Bugle, who do have t-shirts available for sale. Very exciting sort of stuff. And you can actually vote for them to be the best business in, in Watsonia. Watsonia, which I'm amazed. Very upset we haven't applied for, but I feel next year is going to be a... Uh, next year, we've got, we'll have more wins on the board <laughs> for next year's best business in Watsonia. I'm very excited. But look, it's been already a fantastic 40 episodes, and this obviously being the 40th episode, and we'd obviously like to thank all our fans and all our friends. And, and our, our sponsors. Lovely, and, and our, our sponsors. For all their hard work to make sure that this show is exactly as crap as it is today. <laughs> but we have a fantastic big show. We've had lots of, uh, we've had discussions with our friends. I've reached out to all our old friends uh, to help us out today with this week's episode, because... I feel what people really love about this show is rants, mm-hmm. and they've all said, have we got rants for you? Oh, there you go. So, we'll, at the, throughout the whole episode, Kieran, when we're ready, you know, because we've also got articles, we've got our own rants, I've got six fantastic rants. Six fantastic rants. From fans yeah. and get, former guests. Can, well, can, can we start with a rant? <laughs> I'm, I, really, I really want to hear one of these we guest rants. Can. Well, look, we've got one to six, yep. so the, the, you don't know who these are. No, I don't. I don't. And I've, I did get them. Thank you to all the people, and you'll hear yourselves, obviously. But uh, I don't know what order I sort of put them in. Yeah. I just know that they're numbered one to six. So what would you like to start with? Let's go a nice even three. We're going to go nice even three. Nice even three. Uh, here we go. Rant number one, or number three in this case, from our first... Ranter. Ranter. G'day, boys. Good on you for doing what you're doing. Sun is shining, and I'm pissed off. Oh, it's I'm MQ. pissed off about goats. That's Go- right. Goats <laughs> get my goat. These so-called greatest of all time amateur rappers... It's a couple of singles they think they're already all time. I'm sick of it. To be perfectly honest, every time I hear someone call themselves a goat, I'm like, man, you're just making me hungry. Like, I grew up eating goat curry. Oh, yeah, goat curry. <laughs> you're not even that good. It's really gamey. It's real shit. I'm not a fan of it. Oh. So that's what gets my goat. Fucking goats. And here's the other thing. <laughs> really? Greatest? You're barely great. Like, just entry-level stuff? Really? Man, I'm sick of it. Peace. There you go. Oh. First rant. First in is our great friend, MQ. MQ, that's it. The uh, rapper. Who, like I said at the start, has been doing a bunch of uh, live shows, so definitely go check him out. That's a big call. He bo- hates both people calling themselves the greatest of all time rappers and the animal goat. <laughs> well, I, I just wanted to point out that we are the greatest... Uh. <laughs> Northern Suburbs of Melbourne based podcast I think that's safe to say uh, no, I think he's got a point, right? What I'm a man who knows how to judge things as a professional critic Yeah Right? Yeah So I know quality films when I see quality films, right? I've got my, my rubric that I use And I can determine whether it's a quality film or not I think that I could also determine what is a quality rapper 
and whether they meet the criteria of great. So, who would you consider right now top your favorite three rappers? Uh, all right, favorite three rappers: uh, Eminem. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Slim Shady. Uh huh. Yeah, and Eight Mile. They. <laughs> <laughs> I would put definitely Ike Major and MQ, even. Right. Dead top the top, and then I would probably go. Have you ever heard of a rapper named Viper? No. Uh, I one day I'll tell you the story about Viper, but basically he's recorded about eight songs, and has released three hundred and twenty something million albums, and basically he just gets the same songs, swaps them around a few times, changes them subtly, and re-releases an album. Oh wow! Every week. <laughs> That's um, brilliant. It's it's a great scam. Yeah, and it's fantastic. There's one. There's a couple of videos of him online paying women to potentially have sex with him mm-hmm. that he recorded himself and right. he's rejected. The girl leaves and he still put that video online for everybody to watch. Oh, it's really funny. It's really really funny. Viper. Viper. So if anyone's going to check out a terrible rapper, yeah, check out Viper. And Definitely what's the thing with goats? I didn't understand this goats. Well. Greatest of, of all time. Yeah. Is G O A T. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. And obviously he hates goat curries, which, oh. I, which I don't get. I think they're all right. Yeah, I think goat curries are all right. Ugh. MQ, we'll have to, we need you back on the episode. We need you back on the show. And we'll, we'll discuss goats. Well, definitely, definitely. But in the meantime, Kieran. Mm-hmm. Yes. You have a rant for I us. I do. And um, because we're recording this, it's a little bit later after the events. Yep. Right. And my rage has <laughs> slightly reduced. Just rage has reduced. Slightly reduced. I'll have another sip of scotch. <laughs> we are drinking Bowmore tonight. I've actually put... Uh, I'm actually going to make an effort for going forward. Yeah. And whatever we're drinking during the show, I'm actually going to make a Facebook and Instagram post. Yeah, to okay. See if one, if we can actually get a real sponsor, <laughs> <laughs> and two, just to show the fans that we're actually really enjoying ourselves here. It's not that's, just that's, a, that's it. That's it. So we are drinking tonight uh, the Bowmore, which is one of my favourite wh- uh, Scotch whiskies. The Bowmore, uh, which is the Island Single Malt, and it has uh, it's actually this one has been matured in bourbon casks first. <laughs> So that's why it's, it's actually really good. It's, it's, I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> I'm, anyway, Kieran, I'm enjoying it more than that one. Yeah, the Talisker? Yeah. yeah, we've got that one out too. But tonight, this feels like a Bowmore. Oh, I'm enjoying, enjoying the Bowmore. Um, no, I want to talk about Serena Williams. Oh, okay, yes. Right, Serena Williams. I, um, What a meltdown that was. If anyone didn't watch the tennis, yep. the US Open, Serena Williams was versing... Um, I can't remember the name. The Japanese. Yeah, Japanese. Yeah, t- she was 20, right? Very young. Like, really good tennis player, obviously. Uh, yeah, amazing tennis oh, player. She, she won. won. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. And, um, the, you know, this this Japanese girl looked up to Serena. And Serena's about 36. Well, Serena's been, like, basically the number one woman tennis player for what, for, mo- oh, for yeah. most of his, her career. Yeah. Uh, one more Grand Slam win and she's, she's equal Margaret Courts. That's amazing. 24 Grand Slams. That's amazing. Yeah. Anyway... So for those that don't know, um, her coach got uh, she got a code violation yeah. because her coach was coaching from the box. Yes. Now in the tennis world, the rules state you're not allowed your coach is not allowed to coach you yeah. while you're playing tennis. Yeah, yeah. But it's sort of a this grey rule that the chair umpire um, <laughs> may do something about it, may not do something about yeah, it, right? Yeah. So she got a code violation. Now that's nothing. It's just a warning. 
Yeah. Right? It's just a warning. Yeah. And I think when... I, I say this as well, because I used to be like a, a basketball referee, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a dictatorship on the court. Yeah. And it's basically... The it's, umpire has final rule. Like, and, but as long as the umpire is consistent in that game. Yes. Right? So that's my thing, number one. So if he's set the boundaries and saying, I'm giving you a code violation for coaching, it's equally applied across the floor. Yeah. Right? Equally equally applied. So that means the other coaches or anything like that need to... And, and the players have got to not interact. Right? So you, you get that. You're just like, okay, mm-hmm. each game's different, but this, this is what's been set. So just a warning. All right, whatever. She then uh, gets frustrated in a play, right, yep. and smashes her racket on the, I did say that. On yeah, the yeah, floor, yeah. right? And she, she lost uh, um, a, a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Well, she lost the point that they were playing. Yeah, yeah she yeah. lost the point for another, another violation. Fair enough, right? So that's two strikes. If two they, strikes. If you're going to do that, yeah. Now, if she didn't get the coaching violation, she would have just, it would have been a warning. Mm. Okay, but she, she got that. Smash her racket. You're a professional athlete. Yeah. Suck it up, right? You've smashed your racket, whatever, you've lost a point, right? Suck it, like, <laughs> suck it up. That's what I'm basically saying. Yep. Okay, then she goes on a bit later about how he stole, you know, how the, the chair umpire stole a point, right? Like that she stole, he, she, he stole a point off her. Well, he didn't and really steal a point. He sort of just didn't... He just enforced the rules. Enforced the rules, yeah. Yep. And then started going on about sexism and that no man, just, just because I'm a woman and no man on this... Uh, on these arenas have been penalised like this, blah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I sort of went, all right, this is an interesting one because now she's bringing in the... The, the sexism part the sexism of it. sexism part of it, right? And, and I have had time to think about this. And I'm just going, you've had a meltdown. It's, I was like, I find it really hard, a um, female playing another female yeah. in a game that should be officiated... Yeah. Right. As in the boundaries of whatever the officiating sets. Right. That's what you. That's what you have to. You just have to. You're a professional athlete. Yes. You just have to play the rules and understand the boundaries that have been set. Yeah. Anyway, so she went off. Blah blah blah. And then she lost another point. Yes. Which- and I think now he he ended up giving that that point for her to. Um, uh, she ended up losing a uh, not a set uh, a match. Yeah. Right, she ended up losing a match, right? Um, but she went on and I, on. I saw. I I initially saw her yelling at the the uh, the referee. I think yeah. it's referee. Yeah, in, yeah. In or chair umpire. Chair umpire. Yeah, whatever it is. And I just thought, Jesus Christ! If you did that in any sport, like oh, you'd be disqualified. Well, or I, you'd I be... know for soccer, like oh. if if you did that in soccer, the referee would just go, "It's a red card. You're off the pitch." Yeah. They wouldn't tolerate it. They wouldn't tolerate it at all. And I don't know what the rules are in tennis. Like, tennis isn't my sport. But if any professional athlete did that sort of thing, I would have thought that they would have been either disqualified or they would have been, you know, um, punishment would have happened afterwards or something would have happened. But she just seemed to, like, yell at this person. Yeah, she got fined $17,000 for yelling. Oh, but whatever. Right. That's, that's what? That's, no, that's, that's, no, that's pittance. That's pittance peanuts. of her second place winnings, yeah. really. Um, but she, you know, at the time, nothing happened. She got to play the rest of the game. Yeah. Which she lost. Yeah, she did. But I couldn't get over... I Exactly what you're saying. If it was another sport, with the way she carried on, 
it would have been uh, in basketball. If I was refereeing, I'm like, get get out of my stadium. Yeah, get off the court. We, You're we, out. We used to play um, mixed netball. Yeah, and we had a friend who was quite aggressive. He was passionate. He was, yes, <laughs> <laughs> lovely guy, like top bloke. But he he came from playing AFL, Australian mm. Rules Football. And they can get quite aggressive. And now mm. there's a rule in like AFL, like the umpire, you can't touch the referee or umpire, whatever it is. But he was very passionate in netball. He was kicked off the court. And it's not like, you know, you feel bad as like your teammate, but you understand like the referee or the umpire has to take control of the situation. I mean, oh, that's absolutely. what they're there for. Absolutely. And it's and it's this, this thing with, I'm going, she's a professional athlete. Yeah. She's a professional athlete. If she wants to argue it, you argue it after the game. You suck it up and you keep playing. You just... And this is one of the interesting things. Because I'm... There's, there's, when she brought in this whole sexism thing, right? And I've sort of gone back and I've watched a few other games. Mm. And and tried to watch some other highlights of people uh, in tennis. Throwing cracking, tantrums yeah. and cracking and all that kind of stuff. And it's been really interesting. The, the thing that I've noticed is that they generally get this warning. Yeah. Or they lose a point, yeah. or whatever, but then they rein it in. Yeah, they they just they just rein it in. Well, going on from that, let's go back to the the umpire, the referee. Um, again, I'm gonna the only thing the thing I know best is soccer, and I know like the World Cup. The World Cup, I guess, is like a grand slam. Like it's the top of the and line. Professional athletes should be able to argue with the referee in a certain way. In a certain way, absolutely. In a certain way. And they do that, and like you know, in the World Cup, they certainly do that. They do mm. all this sort of thing, or whatever it is. But the umpire chosen to... Because this was a final. I yeah. mean, this is a women's final. Women's yeah. final. It doesn't matter. It, it's a final for one of the biggest tennis tournaments on earth. With two of the greatest players at the time. Mm. You know? Same for soccer. The referee chosen is not just a person that they've gone, yeah, he'll do. Or she'll do. They've chosen that person because they've shown such con- good judgment and consistency yeah. over not like six months or a year, the, the, their whole career as an umpire. Yeah. And that's what really got me the most when she came out and said, this is sexism. Yeah. Well, first of all, this person's been chosen to be one of the best umpires because that's why he's adjudicating your mm. game. And two, how could he be sexist against you when the other person is also a female? That's exactly... Exa- and I sort of went... I, I get what she's sort of saying. Some things might happen in other games, but I'm like, but but the, you're playing a game right now. That's right. That and the rules have been set from and, the start of this and game. Going on that, she also said it was racist, and I'm like, okay, let's have a look at this again. Professional umpire held to a high esteem, obviously to adjudicate this game, mm-hmm. and it was a white guy. Doesn't really matter. Both. Tennis players were not... None of the tennis players were white. That's right. One was Asian. Yeah. From, from Japan. Japan. Japan, was she? And the other was a black American woman. Yeah. And they played in America. Yeah. So and most likely he was American. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He was... Uh, he wasn't American. Well, he there was, you go. He was... So, he was uh, I think he's French or something like that. Well, there you Spanish. go. I'm going to put out there the French and the Spanish and the Italians. Like the whole Mediterranean... Don't like Americans or the Japanese. <laughs> so he was equally as racist to both. <laughs> uh, no, just, just, uh, anyway, 
I had to I had to laugh because this this whole thing happened, um, and then you know the the you know you watch the American media and oh my god they're going on about yes she's right yes yeah, she's yeah. right yes she's right, and this is st- I'm I'm watching this and this is my mind's just staring just over unfolding. going like yeah. what the fuck are these people on about? Twenty four hours later, I I wake up and I hear something like um, I was on the radio because they're talking about it on the radio yeah, yeah, and yeah. the person goes so about eighty percent of our text messages from Australia you know, Australians saying that she's just having a meltdown to 20% saying it's sexist. And I was like, oh, good on you, Australian population. Like, (laughs) well, you saw the meltdown for what it was. Well, that's the thing. Going on from that, like, she made that female, other female cry. Oh, and I saw that. And like, that's what I heard. And then I watched the video at the, you know, she wanted an apology from that other tennis player. Who? Serena. Serena, no, no, no. Serena wanted an apology from the the umpire, and and they are the tennis player, I believe. No, I didn't see that part. Okay, I didn't see that part, and she did try to get the people to stop booing, which they were booing the chair, the the referee umpire. Yeah. So she she did try to be like, hey, it's her moment. Um, stop, you know, stop. Yeah. Stop booing the. Um, then I heard, most recently, that the coach actually admitted that he was trying to coach. Yeah, he did. Behind. He did admit he was coaching. So. Her the start of her tantrum, which what it was, yeah, started with actual cause. Yeah, and to me the thing is, it doesn't matter if it hasn't been applied in a hundred other games, right? And yeah, and that's the context you're taking on it. It's a bloody rule. That's right. And and to me, this guy is he's he's well, the chair umpire is following the rules. You cannot argue against that. Exactly right. I I look. I saw it. I, I didn't agree with it at all. Like, you know, I see some of these at soccer and it's like, you know, get off the pitch, red card, don't, you can't play another couple of games. It's just the way it is. Oh, and there's no way. I actually, I I think the penalty should be much harder. And if you're going to have a massive hissy fit to an official like that, like, I don't know, it should just be, it should be like, you should be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Take 15 minutes to calm down and get back on the well, court. if that. Actually, like, I wouldn't do that. I would be like, if I was the opposition coach, I'd be like, fucking destroy her. Yeah. Like it, yeah, win this game because she's she's you know, anyway, that's what I wanted to talk about this week. No, I completely agree. I saw it, I was like, I was just dis- more than anything, I was just disappointed. On you know, she, she's a role model, right? But I know it's hard to say these sort of things, and I don't really like to say that sports people are role models, mm. but kids look up to mm-hmm. sports people mm-hmm. inadvertently, right? She's not only a role model for young women, but she's also like, you know, she's a us even walking around the shops today, she's um, sponsored by Nike, and she's on some of their posters and stuff like that. So she's seen. Do you know where? Do you not know she, just in the? But she, so you know, a small child's gonna see that action, and go, if I complain enough, yeah, I should get my way. Well, I, this is my thing about sports people who become professional athletes, right? As soon as they take a sponsorship deal, they're a role model. They've got to think that they've now got to change their perspective. Oh, of course. If they if they don't take a, a sponsorship, right? Mm. Well, they're still a role model, but you you've sort of got a bit of a bit of a bit of more of a leeway. I, I'm going to give them more of a leeway. Yeah. But to me, as soon as a professional athlete well, starts taking sponsorship deals, right, I'm just like, nah, you're. Well, look, she's a champion, and look, even if she had no sponsors, right, mm. and she just won like a grand slam out of nowhere. She's a role model mm. because at the end of the day, people are going to go, "Oh my god, do you remember that nobody who came out in the woodwork and won a grand slam?" Yeah, I remember her. 
oh, I look up to do, oh, I want to do that. Because that's going to only lead to other greatness. There's no, I don't think there's ever been a Grand Slam winner that's had one Grand Slam and then never heard of again. Yeah. I'm sure. You know? I think that, yeah, she's just sort of acted a little bit more professional in her dealings with, with that sort of situation. <laughs> you know? And understand it's, it's high tensions. You know, you're stressed. It's a big game. Very important to your career, this and that. Un, uh, yeah. Un, yeah. Anyway. Uh, I did like it. I, I completely agree. If you don't, if you think we're wrong, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> let, let us know. Let us know in the comments Send below all this. complaints to... <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. The complaint officer. Uh, we only do one tech podcast, which is not me anymore. We've got a new guy. <laughs> we'll get an intern. That's if right. you're looking to intern. <laughs> or actually... We should get a work experience kid. I could deal with that. <laughs> he can sit there for a bit. But we can we can force feed him scotch. I'm sure. Uh, uh, is is Stefan looking for work? We can get Stefan to. Oh, no, look, we're not going to get him. He's lazy. <laughs> he's useless. He's only got a uh, he's only got a, a bachelor degree. Nothing else. Right. Got it. So in the meantime, I'm thinking we'll just break up our little segments here. Yeah, yeah, with other right. people's rants. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds great. So I've got rant one, two, three, uh, one, two, four, five, six. One, what? two, four, five, six. Let's go five. Let's go five. Let's go here. What have I got here? Here we go. While I record this, I am sitting down in front Keenan. of my yep. TV and my partner's play session because I am an Xbox fan, which is another argument for another time i like how he starts this <laughs> he just he's goes, dividing the listeners dividing the listeners already so uh bring it on i am about to commence my uh play time of spider-man mm-hmm. now, spider-man has gone through multiple uh iterations of the character's universe and the character's backstory Uh, that is also another argument for another time but my rant today is one that's been plaguing the minds of great thinkers such as Stanley Jack Kirby Mm -hmm. and the great Neil Gaiman for As long as they've been creating comics. The notion of multiple universes or Mm. universi. Yes, universi. I'm going to go universi. Um, (laughs) My argument is that there is simply no need for multiple universes. Fuller does uh, portray a cool part to the story the mere fact that a person is able to go back into the past to alter a future to an already existing franchise (laughs) is pointless (laughs) case in point the recent x-men days of future past in which wolverine went back into the past to stop events occurring in order to create a more uh, utopian future. Mm. Um, Terminator. <laughs> look, Making valid, X, valid points, X-Men, yeah. it's a great franchise. And Marvel 
while not pumping as much money into the universe such as Avengers, they have put in a lot of money and backing behind this particular universe. And to have, what is it? I think it may have been something like five movies before Days of Future Past. To just have them made irrelevant does not make the slightest sense to me. Hear, hear. So Why the... would you continue to show these multiple universes while again... So wait, I, I don't know. I think this is what he's saying. He's saying that Marvel made five movies of X-Men with Wolverine. Yeah. Which is our Hugh Jackman. What a ledge. Great, great guy. I've had, I've had dinner with Hugh. There you go. Yeah. No Hugh Jackman, just some Hugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they've done all this. And then they made a film that like... Just like just says, yeah, but those films are in a different timeline, which doesn't matter. Yeah, I think that's what he's saying. All right, good. I'm understanding. Having some cool aspects to them, (laughs) to have them alter the main storyline, that's just no need, Marvel, (laughs) or DC, or any other comic book creator out there. It's lazy writing. It is, yes. Called him out. You could find a way around what is happening in your current world. You could figure something out, but to simply say, you know what? It's multiple universes, so it's all cool. It's all good. We can figure this shit out. Come on, guys. And that is my rant today. Multiple universes. It's good. It's good There's rant. There's just no need for them. Yeah. For real. It's lazy writing, guys. <laughs> I'm sure if you put enough brain power to it, you could figure, figure out some way around some issue that's happening in the current universe. Because... I can feel the anger building. Yeah. It's really good. Keenan and I should do film film reviews together. (laughs) Oh, you totally should. The universe is the only universe. Now, I am still waiting on the day for Neil deGrasse Tyson Uh to come to me and say, Mm -hmm. Keenan. I've had dinner with Neil too. (laughs) There's another version of you. Neil deGrasse Tyson. So smug. Three trillion light years away. Do you believe me? Uh, and unless he has some photographic evidence of that, I'm not going to believe uh, him. He seems to hate him too. Neither am I going to believe that um, there's one point in time which could alter the very fabric of our universe. Uh, I don't believe that's ever going to happen because I've never been involved in any sort of time-altering, universe-changing milestone. Um, <laughs> well, I'm loving this. That is my rant. <laughs> About five minutes. If you have um, a rant that, that overrides my rant... No, 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 we'll play the I'd whole like thing. I'd like to listen, because I'd like to know your perspective on this. In my opinion... 
your perspective will be wrong. Uh, disregarded because <laughs> I'm and this multiple universe use in comic books is just lazy writing. Yeah. I agree. Um, thank you. You're welcome. I would love to our listeners to rant back to him. I know. And, See, this and is, have a debate. Have see, a have a have an ongoing, ongoing like feud. Argument. Feud. I like it. See, this is what I wanted. I wanted lots of people to call in, do like send in rants. And There's a way, few things I want to I want to pick up on this. Yeah, go go go. Uh, number one, did you both say you don't like Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yeah, because he's a he's a. I'm pretty smug. I'll give you that. No. He is so far in his up his own ass. He's American. Yeah, but he's so far up his own and ass. He's American. Like, like, did you he's see, like, ever he's see like his, Serena? His tweet was something was like, he was tweeting like, oh, Friday the 13th is just as common as Thursday the 12th. I'm like, Joe, up your own ass. <laughs> you have to be. Like, yeah, but like, it's a fun little thing we celebrate. You know what? It's just as common as. Saturday the 18th. But you know what? We don't celebrate that. This is like all... It's, it's a bit of fun we have, Mr. De- DeGrasse Tyson. You know what? He doesn't like Chris... He doesn't like... Oh, you know... 25th is Chris's Isaac birthday. Newton's birthday, the 25th of December. There you go. Which is a day that I celebrate with my family. <laughs> we have a big feast and we share presents with one another. What, what a gentleman. Isaac Newton's birthday. To celebrate that he had an apple fall on his head. Correct. What a guy. Yep. Other people celebrate Christmas. My family, Sir Isaac Newton's birthday. I, I, we do the Christmas only because my grandparents are Italian. <laughs> <laughs> and they are lovely people. And I will not have you in here knock my nonna salami. <laughs> I have yet to have this season's salami. It's coming out after we do this show. Oh, but brilliant. the important thing is right now that I need a rant. Okay. Um. So my cell phone... Provider, my mobile phone provider will event in next year will be purchased by Optus. Oh, so I'm with Virgin Mobile. Okay, and they they've been great to me. I've been with them since I basically had a mobile phone on my own plan, which is like ten years now, something like that. Every time I want to upgrade phone, I can go in, get base same dollars, new phone, additional data, and I'm ready to rock and roll. And I'm happy and all that sort of stuff. Um. And they've always been good to me. They've, like, they've fixed and replaced my phones for free when I've had issues with them. Well, they actually sound like a top-notch provider. I, actually, I've always been sceptical of them because I'm like, <laughs> oh, they're not a big-name brand. You know, I, I thought that too. But they had pretty competitive prices. Yeah. And they did really well. But they're being purchased by Optus. They were using the Optus network anyway. And to, frankly, I think I only had... I had a well, Church, as an Optus customer, I'd like to welcome you to the Optus network. <laughs> but... Uh, I'm so in like you know I've got my plan for another year or so um, but they're giving me like some deals now to sort of like you know when you're ready to move we've got a real easy way for you to move across from there as long as you spend more money that's what well, they basically yeah, yeah well you know even for the similar sort of money or even slightly cheaper they're, like, they're trying to get you to move across with ease and be nice and that sort of which is great that's nice they care about the customer yeah they're actually doing really well and I'm actually really happy with that well, I'm glad that you've informed me and I'm updated that <laughs> everything's going well. Where's the rant? Where's the rant? <laughs> uh, why does it cost an extra $10 a month for an extra gig? My rant today is data caps. Ah, the old data cap. Oh, you know what? I, I remember being on the internet back in the early days. And then I moved from... I moved from 
um, dial-up, which was slow. But if I wanted to download something, mm. it would take 10 years. Yeah. But I could just do it. Yeah, correct. And then I moved to broadband. Ah, oh, you went straight from dial-up to broadband. Well, there was no... What other jump was there? Was there A- ADSL. Well, ADSL... We don't have ADSL here. Yeah. So we only... I went from broad from dial-up to broadband cable. Wow. <laughs> which is wow. like 56K <laughs> to like 10 megabytes a second. Jesus. So I was very happy with myself. Look at all the porn you can download. Well... It was capped, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you've only got 20 gigs a month. You know what? 20 gigs a month these days... Well, 20 gigs back then was a lot. Was a lot. But it wasn't 20 gigs. It was like three, Hmm. four, five, six. Only now, like uh, probably about five years ago, did we get proper unlimited. Yeah. And I mean proper unlimited. Because unlimited at one stage meant... After 100 gigs, it slows down. After 100 gigs, you wouldn't lose your internet. You would just go from speeds of 10 megabytes a second to one. And it's like, well, no. Obviously, you can still do 10 meg- 100 megabytes, uh, 10 megabytes a second. You're just not letting me. You're- Correct. Because they want you to spend more moolah. Well, how much more can I spend if I purchase the unlimited plan? And I want to continue on this with the phone thing. So, yeah. like, I remember my... Pl- I still keep all my contracts and stuff like that for phones. In my phone, the bo- the like, you know, when I get the phone... I get the box. Yeah, yeah. And right. I put all the information in there just in case I need to take it out. Yeah. I know, like, oh, this is my Samsung S S seven. I've got the Samsung S five inside. The, inside that has all my information. Yeah, your documents. All the documents and stuff like that. That way, I know it's all in one place. And if I need to replace it, it's it's all there. Ladies and gentlemen, he's very organized. Well, you know, it. But you know what? <laughs> I do the same thing. It's the same thing. You know, everyone everyone sort of does it, which is good to hear. Um. So, I, I, like, I was actually cleaning them out and selling some of my old phones for, for cheap just to get some extra cash. Why not? Because I'm not going to use, like, an S3 and S4 anymore. I've got a couple of like, extra phones just in case things break down. And I had a look. And at one stage, I was paying, like, you know, 50 bucks a month. And it was like, oh, you can only send 2,000 texts a month. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Like, you know, and he's like, oh, I have to wait until... And then eventually it's like... Well, oh, I mean, that was a game changer when it went from 25 cents a text, text message, message to, to... Included. To like a thousand or whatever. You're yeah. like, whoa. Whoa, yeah. And it's like, okay, that's great. And then you just sort of see the data sort of slightly move up. And I went from like a gig of data to two gigs to three. And now I'm sitting on six, which I think is all right. I mean, it's not great, but it, it does the job, you know. And oh, I, wow. You're on six? Yeah. How much do you want? I'm on a hundred. How much do you spend though? Uh, I um, for my phone. Yeah. I'm paying a hundred and ten, I think, a month. Yeah. See, I'm on fifty-five. Yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> you know, essentially, I don't need the new news flash. But, but from where I am, see, this was really great when I got my phone, because at that point, um, which was really exciting, because where where I live, the internet was dying, dying like it was yeah. becoming really slow, and then um. We did like we did get it fixed, but it took about two months for it oh. to actually get because it was so using your data off your phone. So when yeah, I got, hotspotting it, yeah, when I got a hundred gigs on my phone, I was like, well, let's just use that. Like, the most I ever used because I was on about a six gig plan before that, yeah, and yeah. sometimes I'd go over up to about ten, yeah. And when our internet wasn't working, I was going up to about uh, one point. I went up to uh, twenty, yeah, that's it. So when I was like a hundred, I was like, brilliant! I don't yeah. have to. Um, Anyway, I'm with you. Yeah, well, that's it. I'm just sick of data. I'm just sick of data caps. For me, 
you know, why does it... I, I don't understand how it can cost more money to do a service that you should just... It, it's always on anyway. Like, what's, what, what is the difference? If you give me a phone and a connection to a network, why does it cost me more? Because I want to get more money out of you. I understand. But it always feels like there's just never enough. Like, you know... Because, like, obviously apps get, like, you know, take more data. Yeah, but you know why they do that. You know why they do, like, like we're going to give you six gig. Yeah. Because they know the average person needs about 10 gigs this yeah, month. Yeah, and they pay more. Yeah. And then, but we'll and give then them they six. charge like a dollar a megabyte after that to yeah. do something stupid. And that's happened to me before. Like, you know, little things here and there. Like, you know, I use like, you know, te- five megabytes more and it costs you an extra, f- you know. Ten bucks. Yeah. Like, you know, like 50 cents or something stupid. But I still don't understand why data caps is still a thing. You know, if you've got, you know what? I'd rather them go, you know what? Everyone has to pay 70 bucks a month. Unlimited access for everybody. Well, do you know what it is, right? A close source to me, someone who works at the National Broadband Network, mm. says that the speeds we can actually get... Are much higher. Are about... Uh, what are they? 10, 20, 25, 30... It's, something, it's actually something ridiculous. Much, what's of course. The, what's the, the fastest speed? I think the speed? NBN is meant to be up to 100 megabytes a second. I think it's 128 or something like that. It's yeah, the yeah. fastest. Yeah, we could be getting speeds of over 1,000. Yeah, probably. I wouldn't be surprised. But they don't do it. Of course not. Because they don't want... Well, the only thing I could think of is that if everyone's on it all the time doing the fa- trying to do the faster speed, it could slow down. Yeah, because it doesn't have the capacity for everyone to do it. But, in the same sense, is everyone going to be doing it at the same time? Probably not. Two, uh, spend more money and fix up your network. Because that's what you're there to do. You provide the best network you possibly can, better than your competitors, to the public. So... Fuck you guys. Fuck your data caps. I hate you all. Fair enough. No, that's... That Spot is, me moving to Optus <laughs> That is absolutely... Well, well uh, we, we look forward to the day you come over to Optus. Oh, it'll be pretty soon, I'm, I'm assuming. But for now, I've done a rant. It's time for a listener's or viewer's or guest rant. So, Kieran, you have the choice of one, two, four, and six. Let's go one. Number one, here we go. G'day, Turch. G'day, Kieran. Hey. G'day. Uh, firstly, I'd like to say congratulations on your 40th episode of the Best Northern Suburbs-based podcast. Hey! Love the show. Look forward to it every week. Just keep up the good work. Uh, secondly, I'd like to say, well, I've got a little rant for you. Oh, thanks, yes. Something that actually pissed me off a lot today. Oh, and um, it was on the back of something Kieran said a few weeks back. Oh, shit. That when you go to a servo, they have the nerve to charge you for source. Oh, oh that yeah. That does piss me off, but I go to 7-Eleven and they don't charge for source and I love 7-Eleven. So, oh, there you not go. that big of a deal for me. But today I went to a place and I've been here a million times and I love the place. I love the food. <laughs> I love the burgers. And that place is Hungry Jack's and that burger is the Whopper. Uh-huh. Uh, but there's one thing they stuff up on every time. And I'm not sure why it is, but when you order the Whopper, they have the nerve to ask you, would you like cheese with that? Oh, and the answer yeah. is yes. Of course I want cheese with that. Why would I not want cheese with that? By default, cheese should be on a burger. Give me one good reason why there isn't cheese in a burger. If there is a good reason, I'll live it defeat. If you're lactose intolerant, not my problem. Put cheese on burgers. Makes me happy. Makes everyone happy. If you don't like cheese on your burgers, take it out. Or move to Sydney. By the way, 
it's a minor complaint, but I'm a simple man, and these simple things bother me. So, that's it. Put your cheese in your burger. Makes me happy. Cheers. Uh, rant over. Just want to leave you on a good note that, uh, once again, keep up the good work. Love the show. Hey. Hey. And keep up the ranting. Yes. Thank you. I cannot agree more with this man. That uh, is... Oh, I did not know that was a thing. That's a thing, yeah. I think they charge you extra... It's not much. But the fact that they have to ask... Do you want cheese And charge that? you more for it. I'm actually... I get, the, I get the do you want fries with that because they're upselling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you want a meal or something like that, I understand. But cheese, yeah, he's right. Cheese... Oh, I'd like, to, st- I'd like to get the Whopper. Would you like the... The lettuce. Would you like the sauce? Would you like sauce with that? Would you like the yes, bun? Yes, it should be part of the burger. We're going to give you nothing <coughs> unless, you, unless you'd like to... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's ridiculous. Yes, absolutely. God damn, he's so right. We had to chat to him because we hosted a trivia night for... Uh, which was a and complete can I success. Say, can I say that trivia night was probably... To, our listeners won't understand this, uh, but we hosted a trivia night. We do. And uh, Turch and I... Took four rounds each, and I have to say that was our best trivia night that we've ever co-hosted together. That's yes, I would say out of the one we've done together, which was that one. Yeah, that was by far the best. It was by absolutely by far the best. Uh, I was very impressed by the backwards flying aeroplane. Thank you. That was amazing. Oh well, I didn't do that. I know, and I was also impressed in the uh, midget versus. Camel race. Yes. Which yes. was also very exciting. That was a very exciting race. And also the Oreo challenge. The Oreo challenge was fantastic. And uh, Jess, very proud of her. What can I say? It's not the first time she's done that. Oh, really? <laughs> no, it is. Oh. <laughs> but I thought it'd be funny to say. <laughs> <laughs> For those that are wondering what the Oreo challenge is, you uh, get someone to sit in a chair, they lean their head back, you put an Oreo on their forehead, and without using their hands, they've got to get it into their mouth. Yep. That's it. It was really funny. It was yep. really, really funny. But in the meantime, Kieran, have you got... It's not just a rant-based thing. All we've done... We're 46 minutes in, and all we've done is rants. <laughs> so let's do, let's do an article, a quick article, and then we'll do some more rants. All right. Well, the first sex doll brothel has been raided by police. Raided? <laughs> this is the, I love the fact that I, we brought this in in one, some of the first episodes, and 40 episodes <laughs> in, we are still talking about sex dolls. Uh, Italy's first... Did we, we didn't talk about this last week, did we? No, Italy? No. Yeah. It's in Italy. Because the first one I saw was in New, like in uh, Toronto. Yeah, what did, we talk about, what did we talk about Italy last week? Oh, probably some Italian uh, anyway, story. So, anyway, Italy's first sex doll brothel has been raided and shut down by police only nine days after it was first opened. <laughs> Offering client silicon models inside one of its eight private rooms... Lumi Dolls Torino was found to be breaking Italian laws on renting out accommodation. The city's <laughs> health authority is also investigating if the dolls in the secret establishment situated in the northwestern city of Trun are thoroughly cleaned after each use. Oh, it's typical Italians lazy. Now we're not wash. <laughs> no worry, mate. The Lumi Dolls franchise, which offers the first such service in a country where human prostitutes are illegal. Yes, that's correct. First opened its doors on September 3rd, with managers confirming they had been booked for weeks. So basically, they were open for like eight days. Yeah. And <laughs> Charging $140 for a half hour session, 
With a very realistic silicon doll, patrons can choose from seven different female dolls and one male doll called Alessandro, <laughs> which has an adjustable penis varying from five to seven inches. There you go. The dolls, which cost up to 3,550 buckaroos, mm. are said to be thoroughly washed for two hours. Wow. After each use. That's amazing. There is the picture of the doll. Yeah, well, it's a pretty standard sort of um, sex doll that you know we've seen many a time before in in our in our in our, uh, That's in right. our travels. <laughs> uh, consumers, oh no, customers. Uh, well, they consumers are consumers of the doll. <laughs> choose the doll's outfit with options including fitness and secretary, and specify which position they want to find them in. That's amazing. Uh, so I'm just going to put it out there. The it feels like... It, uh, do you know what's his name? We don't Al- have a sex doll thing here in Australia, no, do we? No, we don't. We don't. All right, we'll we be the first to open. Um, you know, it feels like it's like Al Capone. Like, you know how Al Capone, like, they, he, everyone, he killed people, this and that, but he was caught on tax evasion. Tax evasion, yeah. <laughs> you know? This is what it feels like with this sex, you know, brothel, <laughs> this brothel here. It's like, oh, we can't get them on, you know, having sex with sex dolls. We're going to get them on... Uh, uh, subletting of, of rooms for rent. Like that's what we're getting them on. Yeah. That's it's such a that's a great story. <laughs> I thought Italy would be all for it. No, prostitutes are illegal. No, if, but I thought Italy is a very relaxed country, you know. It's like oh, uh, no, nah, see they've had lots of conservative parties. Obviously Mussolini obviously I mean Mussolini was left wing, that's a, a, a debate. But like, you know, the only thing I could think of like was um Palascone. Yeah, and he loves his prostitutes. That's right. And I'm amazed that he, I'm amazed he didn't make it just legal. But you know, it's it's still a it's like Australia. It's like a parliament. Like they've got like a, a prime mm. minister. Like yeah, know, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's not like America where he can just go. Ah. Fair enough. Sign the wall in. Well, there you go. There's there's the, the... we did it. We're Forty episodes in, we're still talking we about sex dolls. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Uh, Kieran, uh, we've got some more rants All right. before I do my article. So we've got one, two, four, and six. Didn't we just do one? Oh, we just did one. Oh, geez, we've only got three left. Yes. So we've got... Uh, two, four, and six. Let's go two. Let's go number two. Here we go. Hey, mates. It's uh, James here. Oh, James. Just going in to leave a special rant for your 40th episode. Oh, thanks, So James. congrats, guys. You're into the middle... The midlife crisis stage of podcasting. Mm-hmm. It's a good effort. <laughs> anyway, in honour of the special occasion, I wanted to rant about something that's really close to my heart, and that is, that's nose Nazis. Nose Nazis? You know, those people who give you a hard time for picking your nose? Oh, ah. fuck them. What the, what the fuck is with that? Yeah. Yeah, here, here. Now, first of all, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, number one. Yeah, do if that. If I want to pick my nose... That's fine. If you want, if you don't want to pick your nose, that's also fine. It's your choice. Like, I mean, you can enjoy whistling through your clogged snout like a fucking idiot. But what I do with yes. my finger in the privacy of my nostril is none of your business. No one's getting hurt except for me most of the time because I go a bit overboard <laughs> and I get a nosebleed. Sorry, a, a blood nose for fucking Melbourne idiots. No, no, Secondly, I'm happy with either. picking your nose is awesome. I'm yeah. a scientist. And it is a scientific fact that picking your nose is the most fun you can have with the top half of your body. It's it's what cavemen did in the doctor's office before smartphones were invented. It is tops. And stop telling me to use a fucking tissue. Picking your nose with a tissue is like masturbating with a condom. Yeah, it doesn't work. Why waste resources and deny myself a good time? Uh It's just stupid. (laughs) So, 
in summary, pick your nose. I'm, leave me alone and let me pick my nose. I'm all fucking for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So happy 40th, boys. Uh, I Thank look you. forward to 40 more. Yes. Yes, here, here. I, I completely agree. I, I've been a nose picker for years and I hate it when people tell me. Because you know what? I love it's, a good pick of the nose. There's nothing better than picking your nose and getting like a big, Booger. like old, dried yeah. one. That's oh, yeah. And then suddenly you can kind of breathe. Uh-huh. Uh, and I've been sick for the like, Two weeks. Yeah, so you've been clogged up. Oh, I've been clogged up, and like sometimes that little bit of pressure relief, this and that, it feels amazing. What Completely did, what did our Sydney uh, friend? What did he call it again? Nosebleeds or no, no, blood no, the nose. first, no, the first part. What do you mean? He called it picking nose or nose Nazis or nose Nazis. Nose Nazis. Yeah, people who tell you off. Yes, for yes. picking, your and nose. they're picking their nose as well. Oh, for sure. They uh, they are picking their nose. I, I like his comparison. Masturbating with a, <laughs> with condom, a condom on it. Yeah. It is. A tissue you know what? Sometimes a tissue does not work. Sometimes no. you need sometimes the tissue gets stuck up in there. Yeah, I know, right. Oh fuck that. Yes, James, we one hundred percent here at the podcast pick our noses. <laughs> <laughs> and also another thing, you can't you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friend's nose. <laughs> yeah, don't don't pick your friend's nose. I'm not picking your nose. No, 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 no. no. Not unless we are super drunk. <laughs> and we were in it for a bet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm really enjoying not knowing these rants that are coming up. I, look, I didn't listen to them at all either. So this is, for me, is, is also a surprise. This is brilliant. Well well done. Well done, everyone. Thank you. Wait, I'm, what, just, what, what, I'm very glad. Yeah. That, I'm sure the listeners are very glad that I've been in charge of making sure the rants have been playing because I'm sure that if you did it, we probably wouldn't have any rants. Let's, Let's not get bogged down do- in details. Bogged down in, in details. As the CEO, I <laughs> want to just talk about how wonderful this show is going. I'm very excited. But it's time for my news article. Yes, what do you have? <coughs> Something that hit a bit close to home. Oh. As, we, as I've discussed before, I used to work at a deli. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. And I don't know if you saw this article. I have but, it but as well. <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, Dali worker is accused of stealing $13,000 worth of ham and salami. <laughs> now I thought to myself, oh, that's a pretty good prank. That's pretty funny. And then I kept reading. Right. A supermarket employee has been accused of secretly eating nearly $13,000 worth of cold meats while on shift. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. Brilliant. The woman worked at the Giant Eagle store in Ohio in, Ohio, in, Ohio, uh, in the US store before the store's loss prevention manager was informed of the employee's alleged behavior by other staff. During the course of her eight years of employment, she's believed to have consumed three to five slices of ham daily, as well as salami from the delica- delicatessens, costing about 9200 US or 12000 940 Australian dollars. The woman was reported to the county sheriff's office who said she was admitted the theft on fr- she admitted to the theft on Friday. As investigations continue, no charges have been laid. And um, the county uh, yeah, the sheriff stated, while our office did take the report of the issue as requested by the store, no determination of charges have been made. So, this person over 8 years <laughs> yeah, I'm what, working there. What evidence do you have? <laughs> yeah, apparently, so she's eaten one, two, up to five slices of ham and salami. Thirty-one dollars a week. Thirty-one dollars. Thirty-one dollars a week of ham she's been eating. Yeah, that's that's 
uh, for Australian, uh, it's a it's a kilo a kilo of really good ham. Yeah, a week she's yeah. been eating right, which is. I would if I was fucking working in the deli, I'd be smashing five to ten kilos. Well, you know what? I actually <laughs> tagged my my all my old deli mates on Facebook in this article, and everyone's just like, "Oh my god, we would be those are rookie numbers." <laughs> <laughs> like we would be at, I reckon. Like Ali worked part time, like 15, 20 hours a week while I was at uni, and I reckon I ate that much in a year <laughs> yeah right because we used to, you know you'd be like oh cut a slice you know you're working late at night just cut yourself a couple of slices we used to have the roast chickens in the oven oh yeah and we used to go well things are left over i have a bit of this to take some for lunch and you got to make sure that it's not off and well, you got to you got to make sure you know what you're talking to the customers about well, we, well, our, our managers used to say to us try some try a whole bunch because try everything because you need to know what things taste like, what they need, what they do, what they, you know. So when the customer asks you, oh, what should I get? What do, and so you can ask them, you know, it's like when you go to a bar, like our friend Kane. Yes. Like when you go to him, it's like, what do you, like, you know, when you go up to the bar, it's like, oh, what cocktail should I get? He'll just go, oh, what sort of flavours do you like? And he can sort of lead you down the path of what drink you should get. It's the same for a delicatessen. Like, you, at the end of the day, yeah, I wasn't really working in retail, but you're still trying to upsell. Like, you know, you want to go, oh, okay. Well, you like this ham. That's not on special. But this one is on special. It's a little bit more expensive, but it still tastes really good. Yeah. And you, try, you know what I mean? Because I've tried it before. And I was, a, you know. So really, you have you have made that, com- that business money by taking money from them. Absolutely. And I think everyone does. I mean, everyone's stolen a box of pens from work or... Um, you know, paper or I shit like that. I have always said that I will return my pens. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. What can I say? <laughs> but I just, I think everyone's... I, I also have to point out the batteries in my headphones are apparently supported by Deakin University. <laughs> you know, you can, they can have those back. <laughs> After I'm done with them, you can have it back. Just like the pens. As long as you refill the ink, they're all yours. <laughs> uh, well, good on her. Well done. But rookie dubs, everyone that's been tagging me and all of my other... Dally mates have just been like, oh, ha, is this true? And we're like, yeah, this is like, it's just standard practice. Like, we so how much, to- how much that actually turns over? Like- oh, heaps. We used to, we, I mean, we were, we were the only supermarket in Mill Park for a while. Yeah. Like, oh, near the, near the, yeah. like near the new estates back there. So we were the only choice. And Saturdays and Sundays was insanity, you know. And it was only till like the end of my uh, career there. As a delicatessen. As a delicatessen. That other supermarkets and stuff like that opened up and we could actually, you know, that we had competition and that we started to get quieter. But, you know, people form habits with supermarkets. Fair enough. When I did my tiny, tiny bit of work in hospitality, uh, when I was in the kitchen, I used to eat all the food anyway. Yeah. Oh, God. Everyone does it. Yeah. Everyone does it. We actually had a secret code word called Mahamahuhu. 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 Yeah. Which was, watch out, uh, be on the lookout. I'm going to go go into the... Go into the well, Pete, you know. I think... Who was telling... I think um, Damien on the weekend was telling us, like, at McDonald's they used to do that. Like, you know, they cook a little bit of extra fries or this and that. A few nuggets, you walk past and sort of just take it. Remember he was... Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Know. I think every area does. And even uh, Blaine was talking about it. I mean, I've like probably you- had $13,000 worth of alcohol here uh, while we've been doing these podcasts that you don't know about. 
Potentially. Potent- maybe. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kieran, we've got two left. All four right. and six. Uh, let's go number four. Number four. Here we go. Hey, guys. It's Alice. Hey. Congratulations on your 40th episode. Oh, thank you. Who would have thought that you would still be going? Um, I've thoroughly enjoyed listening to all episodes um, that have come out. Still waiting for the elusive number 29. But I know way. that that is going to be a ripper when we do finally get to hear it. Know that you're always up for a bit of a story and a bit of a rant, and just thought I would share my shopping tale. I should have done this as soon as I got into the car when I was pretty cranky, but a little bit of fire has gone from my belly on the drive home, so maybe not going to be quite as ranty as what you were hoping for. Um, I just went to a, a big store looking for a really basic, no frills, cheap laptop. Um, really doesn't need to do anything fantastic and (laughs) started off looking at the, you know, $400 computers. And the guy told me that it'll do what I wanted it to do, Excellent, but it's pretty slow. Said, don't care. More than happy to have a glass of wine while I'm waiting for photos (laughs) to transfer. Um, and being very, um, Technology savvy, I did ask him if I was to spend a little bit more money, if it would make a huge difference. So that's when we jump from a $398 computer to a $2,500 laptop package. What an upsell! Um, Apparently, the well, I know. Well done, upsell. laptop itself was, I don't know, $1,800, and then it had all this shit to go with it. Um, and because I don't understand it, don't know what he was trying to sell me, and he totally lost me, was not keen in uh, continuing the conversation at all. He then dragged me over to the desk and we had to have a bit of a chin wag about financing and if I buy now, financing he'll give me a, for a uh, staff discount because that's what he can do on the office pack, which was going to save me nine bucks. And <laughs> I just looked at him and said, "No, nah, not interested." Why don't you um, just buy a Mac for two and a half grand? Really disappointing because I was planning on walking out with a laptop, um, and I'm sure a four hundred dollar sale would be better for him than missing out altogether by trying to do an upsell. So I don't know. <laughs> Maybe maybe I need to do a bit more research. Maybe I need to go shopping with someone who knows what they're doing. <laughs> I think that would be the best case. Maybe scenario. laptops are more expensive than what I thought. But if the guy was even going to try and explain what he was trying to sell me, then maybe I'd understand it more. But anyway, bit miffed that I've come away empty-handed, Always love a bit of a shop, and um, I'm now going to have to go through it all over again <laughs> with someone else um, who is hopefully a little more understanding. Anyway, congratulations again, guys. Um, I'm look amazed. forward to <laughs> listening to another forty episodes. Oh, thanks, yeah. Alice. Bye. Thanks. I'm amazed that we're getting congratulations for forty episodes. I know. It's like- <laughs> Like, it's been, you know, such this hard achievement. And really, really it's only been 39 because 29's not out yet. 
you know what? It's so true. Jess was also looking for a laptop at one point, mm. and she's like, "I just need to do this, this, and this." I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, you know, you can probably spend like four, five hundred bucks. It'll do the job." No, can I say and don't then, don't get the, my old man? Yeah, got the four or five hundred dollar. Yeah, laptop. it's terrible. He is. It, it was the piece of shit. After six months, it basically yeah. broke. Yeah. And then he had it for God knows how many years. And I went with him and I said, you know what? You've got an iPhone. This house is configured with Apple. Just get a Mac. Get a so, Mac. Yeah. You don't need... Like, it will do it and you'll have your Mac for like eight years. Yeah. Well, look, I'm running to run this podcast. I, I upgraded from a Dell laptop, which my cousin got me... For 150 bucks, which was a beast. Wow. It was an absolute beast. Like he took it from, not took it from work, but like he was testing things from work and this one failed. And so he, they're like, yeah, we don't want it. Mm. And he just said, well, it's just, just a hard drive. And I said, well, how much is the hard drive you want to put on? He goes, 150 bucks. And I go, well, if I pay for the hard drive, can I have the laptop? And he goes, yeah. So I upgraded from that, which had like an i5 processor, uh, four gig of RAM. Yeah. I upgraded from that, which I still use. To the Microsoft Surface, which cost me a thousand dollars, twelve hundred bucks or something like that. Perfect piece of machinery for me because it's got the touchpad and all that sort of stuff. Well, it, I'm I'm about I think I'm about to go from a MacBook Air to a Surface Pro. And you know what? You will be very happy with it because I've been absolutely very impressed. It's fantastic, and the fact that you can, you know, it's very light, detachable, and it can run Windows on it. It's just so good. And it's yeah. a little tablet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So maybe, Alice, our advice is a Surface Pro. Because <laughs> this is the thing. It should sound, it should sound like she had a, a camera that she's got to plug well, in. Well, she's doing camera. Like she took photos of the gig and stuff yeah, like that. So, so, so she really needs exciting. like a USB thing. So yeah. a Surface Pro. Or Surface Pro. Oh, you know what? A Dell, a Dell or an Acer spend six, seven hundred bucks because you want to be able to do some photo stuff. An i5 processor... 8 gig, 8 gig, 4 to 8 gig of RAM minimum, you'll be absolutely set there. There you go, Alice. Uh, if you need some help, definitely ask someone who does IT. And we know lots of blokes around us that do IT, so that's, definitely get that's into right. that. Uh, yeah, that's, that's it. Um, you got another article for us? Do I have another article? I yes. Think, yeah. Yes, I do. Um, and I just also wanted to update, because I know you care about Serena Williams and the chair umpire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The umpire in Serena Williams' US Open final controversy has returned to work. Good. He uh, is in France. Uh, sorry, he's, he's yes, um, something to do with the Davis Cup. Oh, good. Good, uh, good. Uh, That's so a pretty big tournament. Anyway, let's, there's a big hurricane in there's America. There's a very big hurricane in America. In, in America. And have you heard of FEMA? <sighs> They they do the um I guess like the internment camps for refugees. No, or, no, 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 no. No, it's like the Federal Emergency Management Agency. Oh, okay, my mistake. So right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So FEMA. So in in America, and it's um they've got a job. I actually listened to a podcast of a guy who used to be the director for FEMA. That would be interesting. And it was a really really interesting. Well, that's, that's um I guess emergency management. That's the weirdest job because that's all. Not reactory, but basically reactory. Well, there's a lot of preventative stuff, but then you're like, oh, fuck, well... Yeah, what like, are we going to do? It's fucked. It's go And we've else. now got this this emergency that's happened here, and, and we've... Anyway, really interesting about how the director manages resources and that kind of stuff. Anyway, I, I'm not kidding. This is true. 
The US government uses Waffle House to determine a hurricane's fury. Waffle House? Now... (laughs) What? (laughs) All right, I'll read out the article. Please, please. (laughs) As the monstrosity that's Hurricane Florence moves closer to the Carolinas, the Waffle House is joining the list of agencies and businesses tracking the storm's every twist and turn. Mm -hmm. Now, Waffle House is like a franchise. They're they're across America, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Southern Breakfast chain, which is open 24 hours a day all year, activated a storm centre to monitor the Category 2 hurricane. Waffle House restaurants are known for staying open during natural disasters, and federal officials use them to determine the severity of a hurricane, tornado, or other hazards in the local area. Wow. The Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, coined the term Waffle House Index to measure the effect of a natural disaster on an area. If a Waffle House shuts down or limits its menu after such hazards, federal officials should conclude the community took a major hit. Incredible. So they've just gone, oh, we don't make like the breakfast burrito special anymore. We just do the waffles. Like, oh, Jesus, this store must be getting pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Or, but it, in a way, it makes sense because, like, oh, they can't get trucks in to. to do, oh, the, do, do, the, do the so rather than I think it's genius. Rather than trying to get the uh, the snapshot, they just go. Can Waffle House do its full menu? No. Then road or transport's blocked. That would be something. Absolutely. Jesus Christ. I think that's genius. I mean, I would assume this wouldn't be the only measure that they use. <laughs> 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 like I'm sure they've got really smart meteorologists going. Hey, you know what? I reckon this storm yeah, is doing this. But the meteorologist doesn't tell you what's happening on the ground. That's true. With the people. Waffle House. Waffle, Waffle House, House tells is, you... is the trick. If they're open, it's not a bad storm, <laughs> right? And if they can't operate their full menu, the community needs help. That's incredible. So, once again, private business is doing better than the government <laughs> at determining how safe it is to go out while there's a hurricane. That's it. I just saw... I'm not... Like, I think today or yesterday morning or something like that... Um, some fake news happening. Did you see this? Oh, uh, fake a, news, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you can do it. I'm sure you can see it somewhere or look it up on YouTube. But there's like this reporter for some news site. I can't even remember what news site it was. And he's holding his hat like look really windy like, yeah. like this. And then you see in the background, like, you know, 10 seconds into the, the report, two guys, one guy in shorts <laughs> and thongs. <laughs> And another guy did a pair of shorts and a pair of runners, just walking casually. <laughs> so he's obviously putting it on. Yeah. And Joe Rogan, I got Joe Rogan on Instagram, and he showed a picture of um, a guy about up to you know nipple height in water or mm, so, or just below right. that. And then the camera crew about three, like you know, five meters behind him, standing on dry land. Yeah. Recording him about the hurricane. Yeah. So, like, even that's, like, fake news. Like, they're going, oh, it's so bad. Look at this. Uh, it's so deep. The water. It's so... But it's really, like, fine. Like, yeah. not too... Behind, it's, like... it's not that or, bad. Yeah, again, yeah, yeah. the guy's holding his hat. Like, oh, my God, it's so windy. This, that. And two guys are just walking <laughs> in the background. <laughs> Real cash. Like, you know, super... I'm, I'm just thinking of that Simpsons moment. We're about to walk into Shelby Bell. <laughs> now, we are men. Wee! Wee! Yeah! <laughs> All right, we've got the final rant here, and then I've got an article, and then we'll wrap it up. All right, hey, number six. Number, number six. six. Number six. It's, I, I, I do believe that this is a short one here, so let's... Ready? Yeah. Where do I get started? I'm like, who goes to Brunswick Street and waits 40 fucking minutes for a quote-unquote big breakfast? 
you know what we got? I'll tell you what we got. We got a single piece of toast with yeah. a, two quarters, a half a hash brown, half an egg, and what was that? Two eggs? Two very small eggs? <laughs> Big fucking breakfast oh, my yeah. ass. Coffee was nice. Not worth the wait at all. <laughs> Not at all. Oh, what do you reckon? Oh, no one cares what you think. Anyway. <laughs> oh, too many people out in fucking Brunswick Street waiting in lines for coffee. This is why we won World War Two. So people who were put on lists had to go online, don't have to do that anymore. That's how Hitler got into power. What do we got? Little Berlin over in our portion of Melbourne? No, we don't. We're in Melbourne, free country. Go Trump. <laughs> it's so true. Girls always want to go out for brunch. Like brunch is like a girl's... Because they... You know what? Girls want to eat bacon. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it out there. Girls want to eat bacon. Like, guys want to go out... If they want to have breakfast, they want to have, like, a bacon egg, mu- uh, bacon egg muffin. Yeah. Perf- or a sausage muffin. Mm-hmm. Or one of those big ones they do at McDonald's. Real yeah. Good ones, like. Girls go, I want to eat meat. I want to have a piece of bacon. I want to be... But I also want to look classy and healthy. Yeah. I also want that with avocado. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I want to pay $22 to sit with other pretentious people. <laughs> And he's absolutely right. And a guy goes there. Like, I've been to brunch many times with Jess. And I always look at her. I don't really want to have the avocado and toast. Sometimes I do. But then I'm like, oh, a big breakfast. Perfect. I want to have the sausages. I want to have the bacon. Bacon. I want the hash have, brown. Oh, I, I want that grease to soak up my hangover. Mm-hmm. You know? And that way I can go home and have another beer. And you get there and it's just like, there's not enough bacon. Yeah, Comple- completely agree. And most places don't have a don't have that good a coffee. All right, so I was with Niall. You were with Niall. <laughs> I was with Niall. <laughs> oh no, there's more to this rant, oh, and goodness. I want to continue the so rant. This is our guest. This is, this is Niall. Obviously, he's been on a few episodes, but episode two he was on. That's the one to to go to. Uh, so what happened? What am right. I missing in this story? <laughs> so uh, I had had a few drinks last night. Well, okay, actually, this, was this the night after we went, did the... the tri- yeah, the uh, night after the trivia. Can I tell you a quick story about you and the trivia? Okay. So, uh, when I hosted my part of the trivia, Kieran was playing, and he lost. He <laughs> lost by... To, from the groups, he lost by 10 points. Yeah. At least 10 points. And so he... So, as a joke, I got a, I bought a wooden spoon to give out to the loser, like a wooden spoon. And he got, he was very proud of it. So that's now officially the first ever Wodot spoon that we actually have. Yeah. And as he was leaving, and he did have a few to drink, <laughs> I'll give him that. He walked out with, he gave me a big hug. And said, oh, I'll see you soon, do the podcast. And I'm like, yeah, it's all good. He gave me a big hug and walked out with his giant wooden spoon. <laughs> I was so happy with that spoon. <laughs> he was so wrapped. <laughs> 20 seconds later, I get a knock on the door again, and he comes back and goes, I've forgotten my wallet, phone, and keys <laughs> on the bench. I'm like, ah, you fucking idiot. <laughs> so he walks back and grabs it. Anyway, so he's back in the Uber, and he's driven off, and this is about five or six minutes later or so, and Jess looks at the wall and goes, what's that doing there? And I go, ha, ha, that's Kieran's phone charger. <laughs> so yeah. he'd walked out of the house. Twice. The first time with just a wooden, <laughs> wooden spoon. spoon. <laughs> and the second time with his wallet, phone, and keys. And he still, d- and he had to come back the next day 
to pick up his phone charger. But then, obviously, you went to breakfast. Well, no. And then that night, I went out again drinking. Yeah, beautiful. So one of the best, one of the best bands, uh, Run Rabbit Run, one of the best Melbourne bands. I'm not going to say it's the best, because I, I can't pick between some of these. Yep. Yep. And they do an excellent, they do their, their own stuff, but they also do an excellent cover of Fleetwood Mac's Dreams. Right? And I was really, really excited yep. that they were going to play it. Yeah. And I it? saw it on the list and they didn't play it. Ugh. And I was really pissed so off. So you needed annoyed. to go out for brunch. Anyway, anyway, and we drank some more and um, I, that, that dreams has nothing to do with the story. Anyway, <laughs> this morning I woke up and I'm like, oh, I'm feeling, I haven't actually had a Friday and a Saturday night where you've had no, some drinks. Did, not completely ridden off, but I've gone, wow, I, everyone knew I was happy. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And I went, and I, te- I texted Niall and I went, do you want to get brunch? Oh my goodness. This is the most gay thing ever. <laughs> like, in the most happy way possible. <laughs> I just went, like, I, I was craving bacon. Yeah. And uh, I, I, wanted a, I wanted a really good coffee. Yeah. Like, I wanted... See? This is the two, like I said before, guys want some bacon and really good coffee. But we're happy to go to the Macca's rack because it's easy. Like but girls want the avocado. Right. And like, that's all I wanted. Yep. And I, I sort of said, I've heard, I, it was like, I said, I've heard good things about this place called Industry Beans. Right. Like, I have never been there. Let's go. I've heard really good things. Yeah. Like, let's go. And it was, you know, it was about 11 o'clock. So I was like, breakfast, lunch, brunch. Perfect. Right. Fantastic. And we get there. Packed. We get there oh, next to the Rose Market. Ho- uh, no, Rose Market. Right. Which, oh my God, don't get me started on the Rose Market. All right. Don't One get, story uh, at a time. <laughs> and we get there and there's all these people waiting at the front. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. Right. And we, we turn up and they're like, we're like, well, we'd like to get some, some, you know, brunch. And they go, oh, you'll have to join the list. <laughs> There's a, a waiting list. And I mean, there was probably 20 to 30 people outside mm-hmm. waiting to get in. That's a long. That's pretty big. I was like, uh, and he goes, so, so would you like to join the list? I went, no. Ugh. I'm not joining the list. I haven't come all this way to join a list. I'm coming this way to, I'm like, I'm in Brunswick. We'll find somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Right? Stuff them. Um, so we ended up walking probably about 15 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> To get to another place. (laughs) Right. And I sort of go, I know a place, but it's off Brunswick Street. It's a bit of a walk. But I've been there. I know the coffee. Yeah. I know the place. Like, I know, I know I'm going to get what I want. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, like, like I don't want to take a risk. Sometimes knowing what you're going to get is just the best thing ever. Right. And we get there and there's an, we've got to go on another fucking list. No way. Yeah. And. Well, you get there and it's like, how, how long do we have to wait? About 20 minutes. What? <laughs> About 20 minutes, right? So, and there were tables outside. You should have just taken the tables outside. Yeah, but they weren't serving us. They weren't, they weren't like... Uh, oh, you know why? Because people could probably smoke out there and they can't serve food. Mm. So in Melbourne, they, you can't serve food where people can smoke. Yeah. Or people smoke can't smoke around people that are eating. So they probably couldn't... Uh, it's Brunswick. I don't think anyone smokes in Brunswick anymore. My God, Brunswick as well, during the day. Haven't been there during the day. I was, Busy. I was like, what the... F- it's, like, there are left people 
left people who are left leaning yeah, on yeah. the political spectrum, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Good, don't care. Fine, whatever. I'm yeah. sort of somewhere in this center left to yeah, center yeah. right. In the center. Fluctuate. Like a fucking normie. <laughs> you know. And I was just it was like vegan that and vegan this and uh, vegan everything. No, if no if you're vegan that's fine by me. You're right? wrong, but yeah. Um but just the whole attitude of everyone. Yeah. And of course then I'm going I'm going, how do these people afford? Like there's no these people have no money. Like no job. I don't understand anyway. Um we get where we get the coffee, right? And Nar said it was good coffee. It wasn't good coffee. Oh, okay. It was not good coffee. See, I'm always skeptical of you saying it's and good coffee because you have coffee with milk in it. Yes. And um that's wrong. Because coffee shouldn't... I, I, I don't really like milk. Right. But being Italian and knowing how coffee should be... Yeah. Um, like having coffee with milk in it is like putting pineapple on pizza. It's wrong. Uh, see, I've always had... I've always had cappuccinos. Yeah, so you got... You gotta, I, I know it's an Italian Italian coffee in the snack, but you got to get on the, either the espressos or the macchiatos. See, uh, now what's the macchiato again? So the macchiato is basically just an espresso and they put like a little bit of froth of the milk. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're nice. I, I do like them. And the um, espresso, is that a dash of milk in it? No, is the espresso? That... Yeah. Espresso is just... Oh, just the coffee. Just the coffee, yeah. Yeah, the I, I like the... Uh, I've had the ones where I've had like a little dash of milk. Yeah, yeah. Like a little dash of milk I and a bit of the froth. I don't know what they call it off the top of my head, but yes, but, yes. But basically, it's a macchiato. Oh, macchiato, no, no, because that's got the only the froth. It doesn't right. actually have milk in yeah, it. It yeah. just has... The, the froth. Oh, well, there's one where I've had a little yeah, dash. Yeah, dash and I, yeah. Anyway. Um, no, 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 they're fine. But, but I, I like my I like my, I like my, my cappuccinos. Yeah, fair enough. I don't like flat whites. Right. I like... Because if it's a flat white, there's like too much milk, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's watered down. Yeah, yeah. So I like the... Ca- like It's a cappuccino. cappuccino. You actually taste the coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the coffee wasn't good, you were saying. No, the coffee coffee was terrible. Oh, there you go. And th- then we then it was sort of like going, oh, you know what? Oh, they've got the big breakfast. Let's have that. I was like, stuff the last thing I had, which was nice. It was like this pulled pork breakfast thing. Yeah. yeah. Right? I was like, big breakfast. Like, Can't fuck, go wrong. Fuck, you can never go wrong with a big breakfast. You could, obviously. Oh, my God. In Brunswick, you can go wrong with a big breakfast. <laughs> I feel like it is the only place in Melbourne where you could go wrong with a big breakfast. Oh, rookie error. Rookie. Unbelievable. Uh, and I couldn't get over this whole waiting in line. It seemed like everyone just wanted to wait in a line. People... It seemed like it was fashionable to wait in a line. You know, uh, we were leaving the uh, leaving the social club on Saturday night. And we drove past this bar that tried one, uh, the, my band, The Clichés, once tried to get a gig at. And they wanted us to pay to play. Oh. And we're like, yeah, you can go fuck yourselves, right? We're playing, we're playing covers with a couple of horn guys and we just want to have some fun, entertain some people. We don't want to pay... F- they wanted to charge like 500 bucks to play there. Wow. Maybe some more, I can't remember. Um, But there was a line out the front of this place and this was like on the back street of... Like a side street of High Street. In the right. back somewhere. And we're like, what the fuck? I reckon people enjoy that illusion of waiting in line. Like, I think by waiting in line, they're going to get somewhere exclusive. It's like clubs and bars and shit like that. It's like, oh, you got to wait in line. The bar, and like, you know, the, oh, it was good. Like the security guard, like, you know, makes you wait and wait and wait. It's like, nah, just, just let people in. 
know. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I just have no idea what this was. Anyway, I was was actually quite disappointed. I would have actually been far more satisfied, I think, by going to McDonald's. Yeah. See? Like I said, back to, I'll just have a bacon leg muffin <laughs> and a Macca's coffee. Or, or going to one of those, like, dingy places where it's like, can I get a bacon and egg sanger? Yeah. Yeah. I've been really pushing to look for places that just have a BLT. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how can you go wrong? You put as much bacon, bit of lettuce, bit of tomato, and some mayo, some aioli in there. And you get me a coffee. You cannot fuck up a BLT. No, you can't. Apparently you can. You but can? that's a different story oh. altogether. Yeah, not enough bacon. Oh, right. Yeah, bacon yeah. is the most important part of that. Like, Are you, you know, a fan of caramelized bacon? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bacon, most bacon's pretty good. I hate the fact that it's sort of overly used. Like people go put try to put bacon on everything. Like bacon on ice cream? Yeah. Oh, that is beautiful. It's you know what, but I, even like on Facebook, they try to put bacon like on like you know things that don't need bacon or wrap things in bacon for no reason. Look, it's it's a great food. Bacon wrapped around butter, once again, fantastic. <laughs> a bit too fattening for me. <laughs> Dipped in chocolate. It's like Homer Simpson. He gets <laughs> yeah. the whole butter thing and just wraps it in the whole butter stick or something like that. Uh, I got another article. Fantastic. For us here, and a video and a piece of audio. Uh, a congressman uses his old auctioneering skills to drown out a protester during a hearing. Um, that's all the that's, headline. I'm sorry, this sounds brilliant. It's so good. Look, there's a whole article here. Uh, he was at a, uh, you know, a washing. Uh, a woman interrupted a, con- a congressional hearing on Wednesday, and rep, um, uh, Repu- uh, Representative Billy Long, uh, Missouri, uh, Missouri Republican, who's a former auctioneer took the microphone to talk over her in his characteristic auctioneer style. And look, I've, I, instead of um, just talking anymore, I'm just going to get out the video and play. Everyone will hear it. You, you'll, and that's all you need. You just need to listen to it. But you can uh, you can see it here, Kieran. Here we go. Chair Nowler recognizes the... Oh, a protest. Order. We'll have order in the hearing room or you'll be asked to leave. You'll, ma'am, if you'll please take a seat or we'll have to have you, then you'll need to relieve. Donald Trump, help us. Please help us, Mr. President, before it is too late because Jack Dorsey is trying to influence the election, huh? to sway the election. What's she saying? I can't understand her. What? The election. That is why What's she I don't have it at end. Twelve at hand, fifteen, seven at hand, twenty dollar, two at hand, five, seven at hand, thirty. Hit thirty dollar down here, two at hand, five, thirty five, seven at forty. Hit forty dollar, two at hand, five, five, forty five, seven at hand, fifty. Hit fifty dollar down here, two at hand, five, Officer, will you escort this young lady out, please? Hit two at hand now, five, sixty five, seven at hand, seventy. What two and a half now? Five seventy-five, seven half, eighty dollar to five, eighty-five ninety. Eight a hundred dollar and a ten, ten, ten a quarter, one a quarter, one a half, seventy-five to two, two and a quarter. Eight two and a half, seventy-five, three, you able to bomb three hundred. Eight three and a quarter. Cut three and a quarter now, half, half, three and a half, seventy-five, four hundred. Able to four, four and a quarter, four and a half. We're selling the cell phone there, four and a quarter, four and a half. Hit four and a half, four seventy-five, five hundred, five, five and a quarter, five and a half. I yield back. <laughs> Somehow I think our auctioneer and resident's going to get tweeted about today. <laughs> yeah. I would remind members of the audience, you're here to observe, not participate, and I appreciate that. <laughs> 
So there you go. She got sent out, got called out because uh, he tried to sell her cell phone. <laughs> 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 I wish I had that skill. That's a really cool skill to have, I reckon. Have you ever heard when people get um, auctioneers like that and put like a, like, a, like a dance beat or music in the background and it sounds like they're rapping over a song? <laughs> it's really cool. You should check that out. Oh, wow. Um, Akira, that, that was brilliant, by the way. That was brilliant. It's really good. I was pretty happy with that. that well, Kieran, those are all the rants we have from uh, our lovely ex-guests and fans and all those lovely people. You, can I, hang on. There's something that... I, and I do thank our ranters for our big 40th episode, right? And I know we're about to go on a season break. Yeah. Right. But really... Shouldn't it sort of be like 50 episodes is the major milestone or... We can still celebrate 50. Fantastic. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, congratulations. Yeah, anyway. What's wrong with celebrating four? No, no, there's nothing wrong with celebrating the big four this zero. This is the start of our midlife crisis, <laughs> you know. And I feel like midlife crisis is where people, especially men, get extra ranty. Uh, yeah, and well, I wanted it to be the most rant-filled episode we could possibly By the do. time we get to episode 100, it's just going to be one story. <laughs> First of all, I had to tell you about the onion on my belt, which is the style at the time. Yeah, but look, we're very thankful for all the fans and guests, ex-guests and um, celebrities that we've had on here. We, we reached out to a few more, but sadly they just uh, they were busy with some other things. Um, they couldn't get in in time and this and that. Obviously, the Watsonia Bugle, mm. very busy doing all his stuff and um, hopefully winning an award for uh, best... A best business in Watsonia. In Watsonia. Traj has been on tour, obviously, yeah. around Mel- around Australia with Dead City Ruins. He did tell me that he w- did want to send a rant in about Cole's little shop. Oh, but yes. that's, a t- that's a rant for another time, and I'm sure that'll come back. And uh, we did have some other things. Uh, Mike, uh, 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 Ike Major does send his regards and congrats- congratulates us for 40 episodes. Uh, but uh, he had some um, some things come up and some more things going on with his life, so he couldn't send a rant in. But other than that, everyone wanted to send in a rant and do a whole bunch of fun. So we want to thank all the people who did send in rants because yeah, yeah. it re- truly does mean a lot to us. And it just we like to have a bit of fun on this show, and we hope that we've entertained you for forty episodes. That's it, and we'll be taking a few weeks break, and then we'll be back. A few weeks break, yeah. Um, I'll try to post some things about my trip in Germany because I know Kira won't post anything on the Instagram page you never know you might see some Kieran posting it's, yeah. it's, it's like shit posting but it Kieran does it <laughs> um, we'll get some Kieran posting going but I'll definitely t- put up a photo or two of my Germany trip um, I am celebrating Oktoberfest in style so uh, I'm sure a few stories will come out of that I'm go- definitely going National Lampoon's uh, European vacation style up there so I'm very excited yeah. So we're taking a couple of weeks off, I think about three to four weeks off, about a month off, to recharge, reboot, reset, and get a whole bunch of new rants under our belt. That's it. A lot of news will happen in that time, so we'll be come back with lots more news to do that. Kieran, do you want to say anything to the lovely fans out there? Uh, No, it's been an absolute pleasure Mm. to basically do 40 episodes for them. 
And uh, yeah, enjoy your month off. Thank you. Thank you. You should take enjoy your month off as well because we've both been feeling a bit rough lately. <laughs> it will be, you know, it, it, uh, yeah. No, I'm I'm looking for. You know what? When you in a month's time, I guarantee we only do one take podcast website. It will be up. Excellent, excellent. And I believe that this year we will be doing another podcast from Phillip Island. Oh, we will be. Yes. <laughs> so a New Year's one from Phillip Island will probably be up. And I'm really hoping that this time, Kieran, that you're away. <laughs> you're there. Um, you're actually no there emergencies. The next. No emergencies, and we can have lots of guests on that are there at the sh- at the uh, thing. We'll try to record that one as well. But uh, in the meantime, we'd like to thank again all the lovely fans out there. It really does mean a lot. Uh, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, Instagram. That's where I've been posting basically at least once every se- every day or once every second day and on Facebook for all your wanking needs. And as usual, if you'd like to send us in a rant or respond to any of the rants that we've got, send them through to us on the We Only Do One Take podcast at Gmail email address because we'd love a bit of um, listener rant fights. How good would that be? That would be amazing. be amazing. And we do love it so much. Kieran, thank you for 40 wonderful, magnificent episodes. My absolute pleasure. And I'm sure episode 29 will be up by the time (laughs) I return. You'll love episode 29. I cannot wait. And for all you lovely wankers out there, we will see you... In a month. In a month or so. But it'll still be... Unlike this episode, which is on a Sunday, we will see you next Thursday. Pew!